Hi guys, Craig here. Welcome to another edition of the podcast, Tell Craig Your Story. First off, I would just like to say congratulations to the Atlanta Braves, my favorite baseball team, as you will probably have heard numerous times on the podcast. I even got to speak to Pete Mullen, a former Atlanta Braves player. But yes, congratulations on winning the World Series last night. It was an amazing achievement. Uh, Nobody gave him a chance to win the World Series. And you really cannot wipe the smile off my face. And this weekend, I will wear my cap and my Chipper Jones uh, jersey. So once again, congratulations to the team. I wish I was in Atlanta celebrating with all the fans. It's just an amazing achievement. Well done. Now I'd like to introduce uh, the sponsor of of this podcast. It is Ringside Boxing, and they have their annual grand finale, Ringside Fight Night, on November the 13th, starting at 5.30. So if you're in the Shanghai area, tickets are very limited, so please make sure that you go to their website, or you can go to their Facebook page and uh, get your tickets there. They will not have an event uh, in December, so this is their last event of the year. International boxing and Muay Thai fights with amateur boxers from all around the world. Today we'll be speaking to Eliza Michinol. Now Eliza is a singer raised in France, and she has uh, lots of musical influences, including classical music, R&B. She was a member of the Sankofa United Gospel Choir. She also talks about uh, having the opportunity to go on Paris Idol. She moved to Shanghai and she became the lead singer of the Fuji La, which is a tribute show to the Fujis. And she's performed at many venues around the Shanghai music scene. And she's also in Elsa and the Fongs. Now Elsa also shares her love and passion for art. And we talk about her podcast as well. But before we go, please go to our website. We're at Podbean. Tell Craig your story at podbean.com. We also have a link tree there. You can click on this link tree link and it shows you exactly where to go to find Tell Craig Your Story. We are on Google Podcast, Apple iTunes, Spotify. We also have a YouTube channel there. All you have to do is search for Tell Craig Your Story and you will find us. Please make sure you're subscribing. Uh, We just have over a thousand subscribers, so we want to make sure that keeps ticking along. We also have VK for our Russian listeners and WeChat for our Chinese listeners. At Tell Craig Your Story. All right, here we go. This is part two of my chat with Elsa on Tell Craig Your Story podcast. We were just talking earlier about uh, how you found jazz in Shanghai. I mean, was it popular when you first come to Shanghai? Because now it's popping up everywhere, you know, like you were talking about the, the new bar that you're performing at now, but was it popular at that stage? Uh, I guess it was on already. I was not familiar with everything at first because it was not my first language. So right. it took me some time to get to places where they were playing jazz. I can't remember the first time I went, but it's definitely accessible here. Because mm. you just 
step into place like heyday i think of heyday because i think it's one of the first places i've been and it's just amazing mm. the vibe is amazing the colors Definitely. especially there but the colors are amazing and the double bass thing <laughs> where you don't have nothing just play like this yeah you just find the notes and this huge instrument uh, I like to see that. I like to hear the sound. That's a talent. Yeah. That's a talent when there's yeah. Um, and this is where I and and I mean it was parallel to the jam sessions, but I was just learning about a band being on stage. I was mm. learning about stage, uh, about having time for solos. It's not always <laughs> yeah. about the singer singing. Yeah. You know? And, uh, Especially with that type of music as well. Yeah. You, they, in, want, they want to play this solo. <laughs> exactly. And it's in the culture. It's yeah. in the music yeah, yeah. culture. You have to have your solo. Mm. And um, yeah, I think it was, uh, it was... And again, I realized this years after. It's not when I'm living it. I don't realize that I'm actually doing building my education. Uh, but to be on stage sing a cover or something play with people you don't know yes and learn to listen to what is happening leave the solo and one time someone told me just don't sing now like stop singing it's the solo mm. and it was a bit you know not shocking but <laughs> i was like Ugh. okay you tell me to shut up you know? yeah and but yes Yes, mm. of course, and now I understand. But years after, I've been playing with several people, and now I say that to the audience, actually, when I get this very attentive audience, I say that. I say, it is imp what you just listened is improvisation, mm. and it is important for me to l give some space to the musician to be able to express himself today. And, you know, so yeah. solos are important, and you have to understand what is happening. Mm. And uh, yeah, and I like to watch people playing together, the communication that they have. This is something I really pay attention to. Um, and uh, and yeah, I guess I discovered jazz, yeah, more than in Paris for sure. I discovered a lot of other genres, uh, like in Cotton Club, you were mm. saying. Uh, when I first went there and you see like the knees on stage I was yeah wow you know it was wild she was doing whatever she wanted with the song she was taking like notes reaching notes so different from the original yes. I was like this is creativity on stage and uh, with with the jazz as well it, uh, what was your first sort of performance here in Shanghai, and mm. what was the experience like? Yeah. <laughs> the thing is that I, I don't consider myself as a jazz singer. Right. At all. But it, it says here that you were like just going to like open mic nights, right? Yeah. So, what was your first like sort of proper show? My proper show. Interesting story. So it actually happened in in Cotton Club. All right. Uh, on a Tuesday night, which was the open mic, and I was not planning to go out, but Saint John uh, texted me like, "Yeah, are you going out tonight?" And we were not even 
going out in the same place out of the you know the jam mm. and he's uh he's like yeah let's just go to cotton club and i said okay let's just go so i met him there and i was very impressed by this place every time i would go because the musicians were so good yeah and i was just hide you know in the second part of the bar right in the back and I was just sit there quiet just because it was too impressive for me and uh, this one at the Jay-Z club it was two places very very impressive is the Jay-Z club still going it's still going it's in the found now okay. but it used to be a smaller uh, warmer I would say right place before yeah. mm. and um, and we just go there and first of all someone was playing on the drums and I was just like who is playing <laughs> and I just literally like what who is playing because I was hearing kind of island vibe mm. and this was something I never heard before and it was amazing and uh, and then I see Jan from Mauritius uh, and it's like this huge smile and I was like was that you why 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 do you play that and I, yeah from Mauritius and <laughs> it was just so yeah okay uh, yeah okay I take the vibe <laughs> <laughs> and then so it was the open mic um, and I go on stage with John he was like yeah let's just go let's go no worries let's go and I we both go on stage but then he leaves the stage on the other side and I'm like what are you doing he said don't worry I'll be there don't worry and he just leaves me alone on stage wow. and I'm like what is happening why like stay on stage with me I thought we yeah. were about to sing together yeah. and um, and it was one of those jams when you create music. It's not about covers. So I was mm. on stage not knowing what I would perform. Uh-huh. And so you had this guy, Eddie, on the on the guitar. And he knew my vibe. He heard me before. So he just gave he me knew. a note. Yeah. That was right in my range. And he was like, you like that? You like that? Yes. And he started to play. And I was like, okay, trance. I just entered in a thing yes. where I just improvised the whole song, lyrics, everything. I wow. was just somewhere else. Yeah. Amazing time. And you know, when I opened my eyes I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody is like <laughs> nice. And so that was yeah, very very me, very you know intense and intimate at the same time and very soulful so mm. that's why I, mm. I call myself more soul in the way that i put soul in what i do and uh, when i get off stage there is Anne. she was a producer and she just said okay uh we need to talk can i get you we chat and uh a few days after we have a, a chat and she said okay i, I i'm doing a tribute concert for the Fugees mm. and I want you to be in the show. Wow. So that was the first thing. And it was the first time in the summer that I was not going back and everything happened in the summer. You know, so wow. it was just rehearsals, going to the studio once a week, practicing, learning songs, studying uh, the songs and, and working with other musicians that I didn't know. Um, having kind of a vocal coach 
uh, but just to practice the vibe mm. of the show and stuff. And yeah, and we did this show. It was at Arkham uh, in 2017. And it was, you know, yeah, on stage with a lot of people. Yeah. And years after, people were still talking to me about this show. What was, was this? So nice. It was in two in 2017. 2017. Yeah. And yeah, with this whole Lauren Hill Fuji's show is it was great. Mm. It was great. So with this performance, mm. who was playing the music with you at the time? So we had uh, so first the singers. There was a girl called Toto. She was a singer with me, uh, so we would harmonize everything. Right. And uh, there was Shani, she was helping us to get better, obviously, and she was a singer too. Uh, we had a rapper, which was Rod, uh, and, 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 and on the drums, I guess it was Jill. It was Jill on the drums. Oh, and on the, on the guitar, it was... Um, and yeah so you know we have this groove with Jill because he understands this mm -hmm. and it was very nice to just see everybody enjoying on stage and yeah yeah so that was my first show mm -hmm. oh that's a big one big one to start yeah yeah and then did you sort of take off from there? Like, were you getting more people coming up to you, sort of like offering you sort of more shows? Mm, I was not counting. I was not expecting anyone to come to me, to be mm. honest. I was uh, still going to jam sessions, yeah, yeah. meeting people, um, you know, getting uh, to learn new songs. That's a, that's, that's a real cool thing to do. I mean, uh, if you're a musician or if you want to start a band in China, mm. Doesn't matter what style it is, you go to you go to like these open mic shows or yeah. you go to the chair club on a Monday night or something yeah. like that. Yeah. You'll find some musicians that, yes. you know, if you yeah. really want to look. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's why I recommend to people when they say, I wanna just go put mm. your stuff out there and meet yeah. people and feel the vibe, you know. I got pretty close to uh, some musicians because we were seeing each other each week. Yeah. And our vibe was just matching. Mm -hmm. and the voices uh, and yeah we got to do stuff together for music not not really not big stuff but we we're just talking about music mm. um, yeah how did it happen after I was called for a show where I had to do ad-libs with a DJ which was pretty weird for me because ad-lib yeah, like do whatever voice things with a DJ no. playing. It was weird for me. It was uncomfortable because <clears throat> you have to improvise melodies out of a. It was it was strange, but uh, still a good experience. <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. After I don't know. I don't know. I was just really going to jam sessions. And what songs were you playing in, in this this Fuji Fuji show? Uh, I guess all the Lauren Hill Miss Education of Lauren Hill mm -hmm. album. Um, but um, Zion and um, Killing Me Softly stuff like that mm. were songs I would really yeah 
Yeah, it was really fun also because I knew those songs, but to actually learn and sing and harmonize, yeah. So, okay, so what, what did you do in that period then from when you first started? You said you just like, uh, you know, just going to these jam sessions, yeah. getting a vibe, getting some contacts, mm. and it just sort of, the ball started rolling for you, you started getting more and more gigs, or how it? Um, not too many. I think, I think the gig, the most important after that was a Lady Fest. Gig. Right. Uh, because I was approached so yeah it's basically this is a transition <laughs> after the Fugees someone that was at the concert said okay uh, we're looking for a performance for the Lady Fest show um, and I stayed with the same singer and we said okay we're gonna do something together mm. and uh, as we were preparing the songs I was talking to Jill and I said yeah we're doing this duet blah 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 and he said you need a band you need a band let me get that for you yeah. you need a band so i'm gonna be the drummer let's get nikita on the bass and uh and there's this new pianist frank he just arrived so my friend from now right <laughs> and he just arrived in shanghai he was in kunming before and we just set up a show like at the uh biggest hour of the it was i think it was 10 p.m we had like crowded chair club and I just sent the song list to the guys no key I didn't know what a key was I uh. uh, just send the songs let's do everything original key no rehearsal and we go to this chair club and it was just packed it was packed 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 like no chair and no table <laughs> and um, I don't think I've been to a time where there hasn't been packed <laughs> yeah it's always it's full. always packed yeah. especially on Monday nights yeah and we do the show and it was amazing it was an amazing show no mm. practice and we yeah. were like yeah <laughs> good that felt pretty good yeah yeah so the year after a same period Lady Fest again, and uh, we had to change drummer because Jill was out of the, out of the country, so we had Terrace uh, from the U.S. and and it was a Yuintang, so mm -hmm. that was a big show. Yeah, a lot of people that came especially to listen to us, you know, and they were really into the music, and an amazing show amazing vibe that what we received from the crowd what we gave also i was so sick the day before the morning like i was in the hospital you know so oh, i was wow. like okay it's now or never but the 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 energy was incredible incredible i think we had one practice but it was crazy and it was all about the groove it was all about you know erica badu uh, Jill Scott, Angie Stone, stuff like that, and uh, it was just amazing. And this is where we said, okay, we stick together. Yeah. So the writing music, I think, was in between that because I tried to, when I have a melody in my house to record in my head to record on my phone. I guess I had some stuff already, and basically when we decided to stick together with the, the, the band as and the phones uh, at some point I would send music to Frank 
and I said, okay, what do you think? This. And it was just, just me, 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 song. Because it's like, it's like you, you're giving your baby, it's like, this yeah. is my, you know. It's so intimate. Yeah. It's so intimate. I know he doesn't listen to lyrics, but I was just definitely talking about intimate stuff. Yeah, like relationship and stuff. And he was like, ah, oh, are you playing? I'm like, yeah, I'm playing. What do you mean? He said, yeah, it's good. Okay. So he worked the songs. He worked on it and then uh, he's like, okay, we can do something. And so after practicing with the band, we got Francis on the bass. We decided, okay, we need to need to be serious. Uh, so we were going to the to the studio every every week, uh, practicing. And then at some point, we said, okay, we want to try this song. So, you know, it was my song and let's try this song. What can we do? So, you know, how to structure the song. I was not sure if they would like it. And, uh, and in the end I said, okay. So I, I, I started to actually make a list of all the songs that I have written, written and, um, and try to see what was possible to do. Yeah. So that's that's the whole process, and is that still continuing to this day? Is it still? I write less. I write less yeah. for sure. Because um, yeah, it's, it's a way of expressing, but I don't express the same way for all the people that I meet. Mm. I am talking about yeah relationship. I'm more into painting now. I would say. So I saw um, that on on your WeChat. Mm. Sorry, the the fan of the arts. So, mm. so t- t- tell us about that. Has that always been a passion for you, like outside of yeah, the music? Yeah, I would say that. I would say that. Mm. I remember myself as a kid uh, drawing. Now I don't draw. I don't know how to draw, but I was just reproducing stuff, mm. and uh, and painting. And I like the using colors, you know. So that was a, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, big opportunity here in Shanghai also. Oh, just, of course, yeah. There's art galleries everywhere. <laughs> just, uh, yeah, I'm looking for, this is a parenthesis, I'm looking for artists, French and Chinese, whatever, and I just see a post. I'm like, okay, I'm going to send what I'm doing now. I was just painting a triptych. Uh, my sister bought me three canvases before I, 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 I left. So I had this, I didn't know what to do, so I just did some patterns, forms, whatever, and I was just painting, and I sent the picture of the guy, to the guy, and I said, okay, I'm doing three, but uh, I'm only at the first one, something like that, and she's like, oh, I love it, okay, text me, send me this, 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 uh, we go to an exhibition in Suzhou, wow, <laughs> I'm like, what, that's cool, yeah, yeah, it's for the 50 years uh, anniversary of uh, the relationship between France and China, I'm like, what? Wow. And it's a uh, 20 for 20, you know, so I'm like, okay, yes, what, sure, what let's do it. Yeah. And it was, yeah, it was when I was there the first, the first year, so it was crazy. But yeah, 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 you know, you have these opportunities in China that are valuable. Especially in Shanghai. Especially in Shanghai. <laughs> but I don't, I don't write music a lot right now. I uh, actually explore a lot those new songs. Mm. Because we got to create with Elsa and the Fungs, we got to create uh, music from jamming together, mm. uh, from input from bass player, input from drums and from piano. Uh, so it was not about me, but we created a set with 
all originals and we got a call well i was pushing a, a call from so far so far sounds and the girl was just like yeah are you ready are you ready are you ready for like a year and i said no i don't have a, a full thing now but then it was a goal for the band so we said okay we choose a date and we work for that so that's when we started to get more serious and we did a so far show mm. And how, how do you pick the, the musicians that you play with? Or do the, you just sort of like, or how does that process work? Like, uh, I am a very sensitive person, so I feel a lot. And uh, whenever something is natural, I go You get a good vibe with the band, right? You, yeah. You know, you, you're yeah, sharing yeah. something together. Yeah. So. yeah. And this was built over time, but I believe that the first matching was was good. Mm. For Frank, for example, which is the one who's been there for the longest time in the band, uh, I didn't ask too much. He doesn't talk too much. So it was just, okay, he's there, he's good, Mm. uh, working, he's shy, uh, but he did not question the groove of the band at all. Um, even if he's a classical pianist, you right. know, but it, it was working. Sometimes they just want to play. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. but sometimes it doesn't work. That's true. You as know, well. sometimes that's it's very not, true. You know, and uh, I don't know how to speak music in a technical way mm-hmm. because I didn't study it, so I can't explain to people what I want to feel. Yeah. So if I don't feel it, then it doesn't work. Yeah. And um, but that's also. A good thing to have as well, like instead of being very technical, yeah. and that's also yeah. it's also about a, a feeling, feeling, and yeah. like just yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. totally understand. Mm-hmm. So I don't, uh, I don't like have auditions or whatever. But before contacting the person, mm. I'm making sure that this is what I yeah. need. You know, uh, so when we picked Francis for the bass. It was just like, the man is the groove. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy is the groove. So yeah. just get him. And his vibe was cool. And so that was uh, that. was that. And, and in terms of your, your set that you play uh, now, how do you write the set? Like, are you you're wanting to play all new songs? Or you want to sort of mix it up? Play some old songs? So mm-hmm. Play some originals? The set list is different with everybody I play. Mm, yeah, there is a, a common base, of course, because yes. I don't pretend to. Have and the a, solo. <laughs> yeah, and the solo. I don't. I don't pretend to have a huge set list, uh, mm. so I'm working on that definitely. But um, you know, for example, with Bastia, uh, it's more French songs oriented. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Frank, we have I think the wide. The wider repertoire because right. he can do soul, he can do new soul, pop, uh, jazz, and originals too. So we do a good mix of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and a red box is very interesting for now. I think it's the it's challenging because we have to learn like uh, uh, old jazz, Judy Garland stuff. Right. And so it's fun. So it's fun. So for you, what do you prefer to play? Uh, I don't prefer things. No, I don't okay. prefer things. Uh, I am open to learn new stuff. Right. And it's interesting with the jazz to learn like the structure oh, and the change yeah. of keys and the, you think like it's a, 
of the rainbow song like that. When I listen to it, it doesn't sound hard to play, but when you get into mm-hmm. jazz music, mm-hmm. like playing guitar or drums or mm-hmm. any sort of instrument involved with jazz. Yeah. Whew, yeah. It's tough. It's tough. I don't care what anybody says, even it's the good tough. musicians, they're still learning yeah. that jazz. Yeah, jazz, they yeah. practice every day. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, yeah, yeah, like we're practicing today a song which apparently is simple, mm. but it's just like instead of going there, you take this note and like right below, and it makes a whole difference. Right. Uh, so it's interesting. Uh, after I will, I will need time to feel comfortable enough to play with the song, you know. Yeah. So now I just perform the song. But uh, it will take time for me to feel comfortable and change some stuff and make it my own. I don't prefer. I don't prefer. Mm. Uh, for sure, my connection with Frank is, is, is that big that I feel comfortable. We have such a strong input in everything. We listen to each other. There are some moments, very blissful moments, you know, on, yes. on, on stage. So I appreciate that because it's um, even if we would play a song we've played several times before, every stage is different and we can feel it, we can talk about it and we improve, you know, so we, we definitely play better than before and uh, it's, it's a nice process. How is the... Uh, the Shanghai, Shanghainese, like the Chinese crowd, how are they sort of, is it popular, jazz music here? Like, uh, and have you seen like a sort of change in the, like your crowds that you have here? Yeah. Is uh, it more yeah. predominantly or foreign people or is it like a good mix? It's a good mix. It depends on the, on the place. But mm. now, yeah, it's more Chinese people now. Yeah. It's more Chinese people. Why, why do you think that? I think uh, the young, the younger generation of Chinese people, are very open to that. They're Agreed. very open to international culture, yes. international culture or not, you know, because it can be Chinese musicians. But they open to, to that. Yes. And they curious, even if they don't know nothing, they would come appreciate it. Um, they do really appreciate it, like. Um, you know, meeting meeting new new people when I play, like even meeting new people like at work and mm. just out. Oh, you play drums? Mm. You play the guitar? Mm, mm, That's amazing. Mm, 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 and it's like at home, it's like yeah, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Everybody's the same. Yeah. yeah. I I find more of a like a more of a respect for playing an instrument here mm. here in mm. Shanghai as opposed mm. to back at home, but. How do you feel about that? I feel, the, it's a good question, but I, I feel always a little bit um, uncomfortable sometimes, again, mm. about the compliments, which is... Uh, Still? Be, <laughs> I mean, you know, it's, it gets you smile too much, so your face gets stuck there. <laughs> it's like you get how people express mm-hmm. how they receive my music. Yes. And it's not... It's not uncomfortable in the way that I would blush and run away, but it's just a lot of information and they just open. And like, I feel that I open something mm. and people are like, ah, oh, you know, and sometimes it's just uh, a lot to... But I, I think that's, if someone comes and that's my first 
rock show, yeah. you know, yeah. that I've been to. I, yeah. The drums were just amazing. I've never seen anybody. Yeah. To me, that feel, that that's a great yeah. compliment, a great feeling yeah. to show somebody for the first time. Yeah, I, I yeah, think. yeah. I had, I had that a couple of times where people mm. come and say, it's the first time in this place. Mm. I'm so happy that it came because you're here. Yeah. Or like that. Yeah, it's just... Um, it's just very, yeah, it's very personal uh, what people say. Sometimes it's just beyond. It, but even some of the like the biggest musicians, you know, talented musicians yeah. in the world, they're still very uncomfortable with people coming up saying, oh, you're the best, oh, you're such an influence, yeah. you're a hero. And I was like, oh, yeah. I just yeah. Playing, my gu- playing my guitar and just sing it. I just, just sing, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's interesting, and and I do take time to stop and talk to mm, the people. Yes. To just uh, be very human, and they appreciate that too. Definitely. Uh, some people come several times in the week or in a month it's to great. see me. Yeah, very. And um, I was trying to to understand what was happening, and I had this friend telling me yesterday night, and she's like, "I'm sorry if you see my face too often." Because I need, uh, like, you cleanse me, basically. Mm, yeah. It's like you're cleansing me, and I needed that. Mm. And it's a I, release. Oh, and I was like, and you know, she's very yeah. emotional too. And I was like, yeah, yeah but. They go to work, a stressful job, probably got to maybe have a family, you know, a relationship. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, it's a Friday night, I just want to go out and just listen to some music yeah yeah but now that I'm on the other side yeah it's just like okay and it's, it's just very intense all the comments mm. that I receive mm-hmm. are very intense well look at your uh, your WeChat pay, uh, your, your WeChat group it just every time I log in it's like Elsa's invited two or three new people you know you just get, you know lots of videos and yeah, so I can see like a little bit of, you know slowly yeah. sort of building up so yeah so yeah Really, really cool to see. So, uh, talking about people coming up to you and, and sort of uh, you know, giving you compliments, uh, what would you then say to uh, like a like a young musician or a young vocalist that that you know wants to give it a shot? Mm. What advice would you give them? Um, be yourself. It's corny to say, but be yourself. Mm. There's no point of copying anyone. You can get ex- inspired. Yes. You can be inspired. Learn from others. Uh, pick up the things that you like. Make them your own. Mold it. Yes. Yes. I totally agree. Because there's no point of being a same voice in a million, in the same radio thing. Do your thing. Don't let people tell you that your originals are weird. Mm. Just do it. Find yeah. the right people. Just do it. Um, and enjoy, you know. And you were saying before that you didn't even have, like, vocally, you weren't trained, so you can, you can do it. You know, you don't yeah. have to spend, you know, years and lots of money and. Um, yeah, try stuff. Try yeah. Stuff. Yeah, I I said that recently to someone, and he was like, "Yeah, but you got the talent. I don't like." Some people don't you know don't, how to sing. You don't know that. <laughs> yeah. And as you get up and try, you know. So definitely try, you know. Mm-hmm. And I realized that all the 
humming that I was doing, you know, when you're cooking or whatever, uh, trying to just play with the song, change one note and go there and try. All this was actually so useful because mm -hmm. now this is the liberty that I have. Yes. Because, you know, I don't understand scale. Stay in this scale and you can pick this note, this note. I don't think like that, but it was just, this would sound good. So all this was little practice. Try, sing in your house. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And hear yourself. Hear yourself. Speaking of recordings, mm. are there plans for you to go into the studio and do some recordings? <laughs> yeah, we would some? like to. We wanted to. The, the, these recordings are uh, these originals are probably yeah. a couple of years old. Yeah, right now? yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, because yeah, we performed. So after the so far gig, we performed that shake, mm -hmm. uh, and it was literally two weeks before the COVID shut down. Oh. So we had two performances with the band, uh, with originals, and then, yeah, and the drummer Terrace had to go back to the US. So this is where we lost one member, and I say, okay, what do we do? What do we do? We we lost the drummer. Yes. And until this day, he's not here. So we had to, you know, we put everything on hold. Yes. Uh, but the plan was to go record live in the studio. Right. See, that's that, that's the other thing that I'm always interested to do it because I, I I've done it I've done it before, and a lot of bands as well. You go and see a live band, it's like, ah, that's amazing. But then you hear them. Mm on a recording and it's like, uh, <laughs> they sound better live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So you said you're going to go into a live, is, is it like a, like yeah. a, like a, uh, like a show or not, are you going to have like, yeah, not live like in a show, but live in the studio. Just press record just, and go. Exactly. And just play. Mm, that's in, a good vibe. In real life. Yeah. This is what I know. Yeah. I like to say that I am a, I'm a, I'm a kid from the jam, you know, mm. so this is what I know. Yeah. It's not like yeah. you play this and then you, and then, nah, uh, I, don't, I don't know that. I don't want to know that. I don't want to, not now. I know there's new, you know? new technology where you can sort of play like a riff or something like that, a guitar riff, and then you can copy and paste. And same with the vocals, you can just yeah. sing the vocals once and then yeah. you just. Yeah, no. It, Takes all the fun out of it, and I want and, the you know organic, I mean? the organic thing. Yeah. Even if there are mistakes. Because because the, yeah. then they're gonna come, they're gonna come and watch you, and like. Mm -hmm. That's that's what I want to hear, you know. This and is... even for us, because mm. when you train to just have the chorus ready, it's not the same as working the whole song. Yes. So if we want to be able to perform, we should. I mean, we should be able to play the whole song. Yes. In, in, uh, entirely you know so that was the original plan um, but, but so now we um, didn't really replace the, the drummer uh, we did two shows with two different drummer mm -hmm. at uh, Blue Note damn drummers I tell you <laughs> no but you know we have to try and find the groove because mm. this again this is very important if I have to explain I what it. I want to hear I it's too it. much worse, mm -hmm. you know. So we had one show with a more jazz drummer. I didn't feel comfortable on stage. Uh, not uh, uh, all on him, but you know the the, the general thing was not. I was not comfortable. Mm -hmm. um, but for the second show, totally different. Mm -hmm. Totally different vibe. 
Yeah. And uh, I I had I experienced emotions, physical experience that I had years ago. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. So I'm just trying to see who will fit the best, and mm-hmm. we have a third show with uh, the Fongs uh, at the end of this month with a third, third drummer. Mm-hmm. So let's see, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and after that, let's see who is willing to record uh, live. Let's just do it, and uh, we have the EP or whatever. I don't awesome. know. Yeah, I need to you know learn about this, but uh, definitely the plan is to have an EP. And then uh, maybe in the meantime, I don't know. I'll see. I just I I want to have video clips um, of some of the songs. Uh, yeah, I want to have visual mm-hmm. on that. Um, so let's see what can be done. But yeah, can't wait to be in the studio. <laughs> Speaking of that, uh, we already touched on it just then. But uh, plans for the future? What's the plans for also? Oh. You've already made a huge step, you know, making making this a career. So, so where yeah. do we where do you go from from here? For the music, really, I can't I can't really tell. I am I'm, I'm sure I want to stuff to be more visual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So either I will explore with a director. I think I think in this era you sort of have to. Yeah. You know, record, yeah. Record. Record. You know, get some. I don't really mind. You know, I could just put a picture and put the recording sure uh but i i want to have some images mm. so either you know like lana del rey kind of vibe you know on on self-made video yes. clip something like that ah oh, that's a that's a huge question because my future is has everything i want to do in mm-hmm. you know so it's arts well, the other, the other thing I uh, saw so was modeling as well. <laughs> modeling, so, yeah. Well, yeah, I did, I did some pictures. I wanted to do new pictures, so I contacted this, uh, this photographer, Zachary, and we did an amazing shoot. Uh, that was uh, Yeah, and I didn't even post everything, but pff, yeah, some amazing pictures, and I was like, yeah, it's getting closer to what I had in mind. So there you go, you got, um, you got some options. Yeah, and so I, this will help me to have more stuff. I got, I, I actually did a photo shoot for um, a designer, painter designer, uh, some weeks ago. So this will be out soon. Fantastic. So yeah, I, um, I definitely want to do more of that. Uh, dream big, you know, being a movie, whatever. I want to. This is what I wanted to do when I was kids. You know, I wanted to. Do, do all that stuff so I want I want to try to realize everything that I had in mind when I was a kid mm-hmm. um, yeah arts uh, let's go for an exhibition someday I don't know I don't know when but mm-hmm. I finished some painting that I started in 2015 I, I finished them this year wow that's cool yeah the, but that was you know it was not breakup songs it was breakup paintings so I'm trying to just close all the chapters of well, that well I have to uh, take out a mortgage to buy the, to buy this painting <laughs> I don't know yet I don't know about the price but yeah I want to have an exhibition paint more a little bit that's fantastic time. and I will keep a while you're touring around the world right yeah I don't know I don't know. Let's see what happens. I want to keep a feet on the a foot in the education. 
system. Mm -hmm. Because as a dean of students, the part that was more important for me was making kids talk. That was that was very inter interesting for me and adults as well. Building a thing with mental health um, to be addressed to the kids now, and mm -hmm. I got just a talk with someone that was very open to it and actually mentioned that to his school. Amazing. So it's it's gonna be there hopefully in the next uh, few months, and uh, just to make workshops with kids so they know. That they who they can talk to if they feel bad That's and talk about mental yeah. health, depression, suicide, uh, you know, all that very because this, uh, this, it's a mess, you know. It's time, especially mm. with COVID, and especially with COVID, yeah, feeling alone. And, there's, there's, and then there's still countries that still not even close to getting, you know, change yeah. of lockdown, okay. yeah, 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 so. yeah, yeah. 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 So this is something that really matters to me or help people talk in a way because I have this naturally. So let's push it and let's get people, you know, let's get you the help you need. I mm. might not be a psychologist, but I can be a facilitator just so mm. you can uh, take the step and f take the confidence to just call a psychologist yes. and go. Mm -hmm. Because we all need a psychologist, we all need to talk, we all need to be listened, we all need to be understood. Yes. And um, I think that that this is what makes people sad, when they feel that they are not heard or they're not loved. And, you know, it's a big topic. Mm. And look at you, all the compliments that you're getting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And a little and a little birdie told me that you actually have your own podcast as well. Uh, <laughs> yes. Let's talk about this. <laughs> Let's talk about that. So the podcast, yeah, it's a kid dream. I like to talk a lot and I was listening Really? To We've only been talking for two only and a half four hours. hours. <laughs> <laughs> only that was kinda of be difficult to <laughs> I was always very impressed by radio voices in mm -hmm. France, uh, even if it was information like uh, news, but um, voices, mm. you don't see the person, but there's this voice and you know it's her, you know, and I have this, I have this uh, memory of, of where we were, we were going to pick up my mom at the train station and we were parked. And it was always the same time because the train was arriving at the same time. So that at the same time, there was this voice of this jingle of the radio saying, mm. it's now 6 p.m. and da -da -da -da, yeah. you know, and yeah, advertising voice, voiceover, the, 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 the voice? radio voice. I don't even know. I don't even mm. remember. There is one, she was called Christelle, Christelle Robier. Something like that, but I don't even know. I don't know her face. But that's what I'm saying. Like it's a mystery. Like, like yeah. You know, who is this? Yeah, and it, she was just part of our daily life. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of radio listening, and advertising uh, on TV. I loved that the voiceover stuff. It was yeah, amazing yeah. to me. So yeah, one day I uh, just bought a, a microphone. A and Zoom microphone, actually. <laughs> a Zoom. I got a Zoom. I got a micro like USB microphone on on the Taobao, mm -hmm. and I got it delivered. And I was thinking about it, and I had the name, and I was just like, okay, 
watching a little bit of tutorials to understand a little bit the editing the how to structure a podcast what you talk about mm. um, and all that and one night in the middle of the night just wake up and I say okay hi guys um, so if you're listening to this episode it means that I actually posted it so this is the first episode of Soul Sample, the podcast. And Soul Sample, so yeah, yeah, give it a plug, yeah, yeah. yeah. come And uh, I'm just talking alone, explaining the difference between being a girl and a boy in the society and how it's perceived and how boys don't want to cry because it's forbidden to cry. Tough, very strong, you're a boy. Yeah, don't be like, girl, why are you crying? Yes. And stuff like that and... And about feelings, emotions, how to treat that. So mm. I just talk alone and one day I said, okay, let's go. Just launch it. Mm. So I did that and I had a coach at that time that helped me a lot during the COVID also. Mm. Uh, three months coaching with Ben and I asked him, would you like to be my first interviewee? He said, yes, of course. <laughs> so that's my first um my first guest on the podcast and it was a two hour something conversation and it was just great he was very open to talk about everything and uh mental health issues as well because he has a podcast too talking about mental health and sports um and business it was great yeah so the possibilities of the f- future is very 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 bright yeah. Also. yeah 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 it's yeah. it's uh it's wide um I don't want to close it, you know, because that's and, also and, one of. Um, and you're sort of happy, sort of here in Shanghai. Is this this is where you want to be based at, or you you know you're looking to sort of move somewhere else uh, in the future? In the future, yeah. Yes. In, in the future, I'll move somewhere else for sure. I have Spain in my mind for, for mm. quite a while. Interesting. Uh, so, but I'm staying in Shanghai because uh, this is my place where I grew up, for sure. Mm. As, a, as a woman, mm. as an adult, uh, as a businesswoman, which I'm not really yet. Um, but I grew up a lot in Shanghai. You know what? Me too. Mm. Now that I look back at it, yeah. you, you've just... I, I agree. Yeah, I've done yeah. exactly the same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, if we look back, I mean, years ago, uh, even just the way we approach people. I remember when I was like 17, I was like, I asked to someone, how do you do to ask so many questions to someone? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to talk to people. I don't know how to, you know, you're just there. Hey, how are you? Ha <laughs> ha. You know, exactly. <laughs> or you don't know what to do. You just sip yes. too much. And I, I remember that I didn't know how to make a proper conversation with someone like mm-hmm. deep. Yes. And for now, now this is what I, I look for. This is what I enjoy. You know, you just go straight yeah. straight in it um, so there's a lot of evolution a lot of experience a lot of meetings a lot of uh, people that brought me stuff personally uh, professionally I met so many people mm. um, and yeah good and bad experiences it's yeah experience but even the bad ones you learn from those experiences. you learn you yeah. have to learn you have to you have to look mm-hmm. at it Yes, for sure. Yeah. Right. So I think Shanghai is a good place to also, even if it's very, very busy, it's also the place where I am quiet when I'm in my house and then I can write, think about all this, analyze a little bit with no, no disruption if I don't want to have disruption. That's why I love Shanghai. You can come here and 
if you if you have a goal to achieve something, the opportunity is here for not only yeah. just music but all different yeah. avenues. Yeah, mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Shanghai. But yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Well, there's one thing we didn't mention, but uh, <laughs> to make it short, um, art led me to do postcards. Oh, I saw that as well, yeah. and I had that written down. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Yeah, so basically, the pearl was doing is still doing the Christmas market, and so years ago I had a with a lovely grand grandmother. Yeah, yeah, and I had this Legend. girl Marqueta. She was working for the pearl, mm-hmm. and her roommate was my friend. Such a small world. And one day she's like, "Yeah, there's a Christmas market." Put your paintings out there. I'm like, I'm not selling the paintings. Uh, yeah, it's okay. I just keep a table for you. Just find something to sell. And I had two weeks. And I was like, uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to sell. But painting, okay, what can I do? Postcards. I love postcards and I write postcards all the time. Especially when we were traveling. But yeah, so I decided, okay, I'm going to create a series of postcards with my paintings. So I started with the small knowledge that I have in Photoshop. On uh, I had a camera. I had a you know a camera. Yeah, I took the pictures. I designed all the postcards alone, alone for like a week something. I was just like, okay, wow. whatever. This let's print. Let's try. I don't know. I had a contact for a printer. I went there. It was so far printed the stuff I had like a hundred of each so 800 postcards and then I had to find the envelopes uh, the supplier thing this this is wrong this is good okay fine whatever boom and in two weeks I was ready for the market so I got this postcards very colorful and uh, it was just like yeah okay selling postcards and little by little, it was getting a little bit more professional. So I got the little plastic things. I got the stickers to close them because there's no glue. So I had to design a sticker. Uh, and the concept, what is the concept? The concept was to actually make people sit down in front of the table and write the postcards now mm. and give it to me so I can post it. So I opened this thing uh, called Take a Pen, Write a Postcard. Uh, so my friend Vanessa, she was like, you need to brand that. So I had to find a name. It was a whole thing anyway. And so Christmas, you send postcards on Christmas for sure. Yeah. And for the New Year. So I had people sitting down and writing in every country possible. So that was amazing. And I would go to the post office and be like, yeah, can I buy some stamps and put it in? It was amazing because the process is How something that very, uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like, that many? Like, yeah. <laughs> but it, you know, it was not huge quantities, but the fact of just, I love post, I love mail. Mm. And the fact of just going to the post office and mailing that for people and then having feedback that they received. Yeah. It was just amazing. So I was doing once a year. And then this year I happened to be at the Jashan market also. Uh, but yeah, it's going well. And I have to do the second series, but it will take more paintings and more time. Right. And, um, soon, soon, soon. Uh, so paintings, <laughs> yeah, postcards. And um, 
and eventually a notebook also. Mm. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. 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 Also, let's talk about your social medias now. Where, where can yeah. we find you uh, for Chinese listeners and for uh, international listeners? Um, so, <laughs> amazing question. <laughs> uh, Instagram. Instagram, I just actually opened uh, the page. That's why I say amazing because there's a few followers now. It's just a transition. Uh, so, it's uh, Elsa Michanol, M-I-C-H-A-N-O-L. Elsa Michanol on Instagram. Uh, there is there was Elsa and the Fongs. Oh yes. Uh, there's a page for Elsa and the Fongs, mm-hmm. uh, which is Elsa underscore Fongs. But I felt like I had I couldn't share everything not related to the Fongs on this right. page. Right. That's why I opened the other one. Your personal account now. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So my public face account. Um, we have the YouTube channel for Elsa, Elsa and the Fongs as well, where mm-hmm. we posted the So Far concert. And for China, I am not really big on the channels. WeChat? On the WeChat channel, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I just opened it this week, actually, no. and just posted three pictures just to see how it goes. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. There's a Yoku uh, channel so far as and the funk, but just for this concert that we posted. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much it. Uh, but you got the WeChat group, right? The WeChat group uh, where yeah, I post my upcoming uh, performances, mm-hmm. but someone has to get you in. Yeah, yeah, right. Basically, okay. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so to finish off, I asked some questions sort of to the topic as well. And just to sort of get to know you better mm. your top two or three favorite things as of today are you ready i'm ready all right my three favorite things all right so tell me tell me as of today uh, what are your who who are your three favorite uh, musicians <laughs> actually let's let's rephrase <laughs> that and say singers and then say musicians Gee. It can be people from the past, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, first you? of all, I have to to I have to give this uh, to Celine Dion, of course. Mm-hmm. She's been a big influence uh, to me as a kid. Uh, now I would say her singer, her, uh, because she's just uh, has this amazing ability and she plays the guitar and it's just best. Awesome. <laughs> and then your top three favorite albums. Oh, this is so difficult. Favorite albums. The As first one that comes in my mind is Coldplay. Mm-hmm. Shoot. Uh, Voodoo from uh, D'Angelo. Amazing album. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Top three uh, favorite books. Oh, uh, that's a book in French called uh, The Five Ones that the five emotional ones that makes us who we are today something like that mm-hmm. yeah there's a f- yeah the <laughs> let me try to do that uh, yeah it's about the basically the the five youth scars emotional scars that we have mm-hmm. and it just describes how 
you know, the families of, yes, you've been hurt by this, so your mask as an adult is this. Uh, yeah, I just like this book. It's simple and just clear. Um, Le blé en herbe. It's all in French, but the blé en herbe, which I don't know how to translate. Mm. Uh, but it's like young, um, wet, wet grass. Mm -hmm. uh, just so poetic. I had images of this book that I imagined for years after reading that book. Um, yeah, pretty beautiful book. Last, last question. Who is your biggest inspiration slash hero? Uh, I, will, I will call the same person. Uh, it's a friend of mine. Her name is Zovi. And, uh, well, Sophie. But Zovi, we call her Zovi. She's an illustrator. Um, and just because she had this never-ending energy. And if I consider that I do a lot of stuff, I'm nothing compared really? to her. Yeah, she's always doing new stuff, always creating stuff, always having a, yeah, let's go, let's try, let's talk to this person. And, you know, she's very motivated and she, yeah, she's very down to earth, you know. Um, she used to live in Shanghai for more than 10 years. Mm. And when the COVID hits, she went to the U.S. She was in the U.S. for holidays and she mm. never came back. So I have had to move her old house to mm. empty her old apartment keep the cat with me that's why i have a cat now <laughs> and but she was just always positive yes do that let's do that and now she has a life in new york completely amazing creative life you know so i would say her she studies she does music she draws she do like jujitsu she's just uh yeah inspiring it's inspiring mm -hmm. i want to be able to have this uh uh rigorous motivation motivation yeah mm. yeah yeah but a lot of people inspire me actually i'm, I'm surrounded by uh by amazing people by moms mm. you know moms yes <laughs> It's a thing, you know, I'm surrounded by people of all categories of job, hierarchy and uh, all backgrounds and, um, you know, so it's hard to choose, it's hard to choose, but the dedication that people put into their life to make it cool, yeah, yeah. I think everything is an inspiration. Well, that's a great way to finish the podcast, I think, yeah. Elsa. Yeah. So Thank much. you very much for coming on. Amazing talent, bright future. Thank you. I love how um, you know you're just going for it and you're giving it a chance, and I really, really respect you know taking that chance of you know having a having a career and then doing some a passion that you mm. really want to you know achieve and mm -hmm. do it. And, mm that's much love and respect for that so thank you <laughs> all the very best and uh just before we finish uh what are your shows coming up do you have any shows coming up in shanghai that you want to promote uh yeah there is this uh, festival on 31st of october mm -hmm. uh, with the chair club band so this will be open to the public uh but yeah my regular shows 
House of Blues and Jazz, M Glam, and Redbox at the moment. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Check out social media, and uh, when you do do that recording, come back yes. on and, okay. and we'll promote it. <laughs> thank you so All much. All right. Thank you. Thank, thank you, Elsa. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks for your time. Thank you. <laughs>